Welcome to the Good City podcast with me Aditya Mendonca. The Good City is the ultimate guide to all the cool things in your city and the cool stories of the people who make them happen. We are storytellers of a different kind. On today's show, I've got Shikha Tandon live from the US. She's an Olympic swimmer who has represented India in the 2004 Olympics in Athens. Welcome to the show Shika Tandon. Thanks Arjun, thanks for having me. So Shika, you know swimming is a fun sport. How did you decide to start swimming? And when did you decide to transform into a competitive swimmer? My foray actually into swimming was uh, when I was 8 years old and it was actually by chance um, when I was younger my younger brother had asthma and the doctor recommended that he be put into swimming to help his lung capacity and that's how you know I was also taken to the pool and to be honest I was extremely scared of the water when I started swimming uh, but I mean I slowly started getting more and more comfortable and just one thing led to the other and uh, then I started swimming at the state level won my first nationals uh, a year after I started learning to swim and uh, from then on it was just you know one step at a time one uh one swim meet to the other and before i knew it swimming was my sport of choice and uh and yeah i was swimming and representing india so you represented india at the athen olympics in 2004 how was the experience uh, the experience i mean has been uh, i mean it's been quite an experience because uh going from someone who was scared of the water to making my way through the national scene and then international scene and then you know uh, almost after a decade of uh, learning to swim and competing then being able to represent india at the uh, athens olympics was i mean quite an experience and uh, you know every athlete dreams of representing their country at the olympics and it's really an opportunity of a lifetime and uh, what's special about the games that you know you have world championships and you have larger you know continental games but what's special about the olympics is one that comes every four years and also you know you have thousands of athletes from all over the world literally every country in the world and you know that every athlete that's at the games is uh, you know the best in their country the best in their sport and uh, i mean it's it's a very very uh, humbling experience to be there because you have world record holders you have people that have been there you know through multiple games you have people that are just uh, you know that's probably their first olympics uh and uh, it's everyone living together eating together together and you know the the friendships that you make at the olympics are just uh, you know ones that you you keep for for life wow you know that takes a lot of courage from initially being scared when you were younger to going out and representing your country what's the feeling there i mean that must take a lot of guts in terms of having a goal was just you know trying to uh, be better than i was the previous day and just you know putting in the effort to achieve that goal and honestly it's been uh, been an effort not just from my side but you know my coaches family uh, well wishers friends you know school colleges literally everyone that's been with me along the journey and it's uh it you know the support from everyone that helped me achieve these goals and uh, like i said in the beginning you know i started off just taking one step at a time but when i reached a stage where i knew that the olympics was something that uh you know i was close enough to qualifying for uh you know that's when that became a major goal of mine and you know it i was fortunate enough to uh, to be able to qualify and actually go and you know swim at the games playing fair and staying clean in the world of sport 
what's your take on it and how did you end up working for the United States Anti-Doping Agency? So, throughout my swim career and your sport career, I was always an advocate for clean sport and fair play and I think it's, you know, it's it's the fair thing to do. And as an athlete, you, uh, you, you put in the effort, you put in the hard work day in, day out. And, uh, you know, as an athlete, you want to be able to stand on the blocks or stand on the finishing line knowing that, you know, you're racing against people, uh, you know, that are playing fair and it's... Uh, it's it, it's a it's a feeling where uh, you know it's it's for me it's very humbling to be able to give back to sport in that capacity, and I think uh, you know there there are multiple ways to give back to sport. Some are direct, some are indirect, and with anti-doping, I feel it's one of those things which are an indirect way of giving back to sport. And uh, I uh, have a background in the biosciences. My education in you know biotechnology, genetics, biochemistry. And I think that's one of the reasons, uh, you know, why I was able to get the job as a science lead at USADA. And it's, you know, experiences both uh, in school, college, education, and also my experiences as an athlete, I think, put them all together. And, uh, you know, getting to uh, work at USADA was literally a a dream job for me. And I was, uh, you know, I've been extremely fortunate to be able to contribute to the anti-doping scene, uh, not only in the US, but, you know, worldwide, uh, just from my experiences and learning at USADA. India is one of the leading capitals in terms of diabetic and being obese. How does the country use sport to beat it? So I got introduced to, uh, you know, the the concept of measuring uh, data and data analytics in, in sport and fitness, uh, you know, actually during my work at USADA and uh, that's how I started working and, you know, looking into the fitness uh, wearables industry and the company that I work for right now is called Move. And uh, recently I actually wrote an article uh, about, you know, how you can uh, activate or pre-activate a culture of sports and fitness in India. And uh, one of the things that I believe is that, you know, for for kids to get involved in sport or fitness, I think it's something that they get from their parents or the people around them. And one of the key differences that I see in the US, uh, you know, that I didn't necessarily see in India uh, is that, you know, here over the weekends or, you know, whenever families have free time, you have uh, parents taking their kids out either for a bike ride or a jog in the park or just, you know, going out to play some outdoor activity or sport. And that's something I that's lacking in India, or at least, you know, not as uh, you know, common as it should be. So, Shika, you know, the number one topic right now in the world is depression. Whether you're in a professional career or whether you're in a sporting career, how does one beat depression using sport? So, I think depression in sport is, you know, more common at the elite level. And uh, that's something, you know, elite athletes spend, you know, days or years, decades, uh, you know, pursuing their sport and training uh, and competing and it occupies most of their day so once they decide to give up that competition or the sport I mean a lot of times they find themselves uh, you know with a, with a vacuum or they you know don't necessarily know how to fill their day um, and I mean a level playing field is always welcome especially in sport so we keep it clean um, what's your um, what's your take in terms of um, you know giving back to the system and sport in India 
Uh, so I, uh, over the last uh, few years, uh, you know, actually right from the time that I was training in India, I've had experiences training in India. I've also had experiences training and competing and studying uh, outside of India. And over the last few years, working, uh, working at USADA, working in the anti-doping space. Uh, over the last one year, I've also been working in the fitness wearables industry. Uh, so yes, definitely. I mean, giving back to the Indian system and being able to share my experiences uh, is something that I definitely enjoy doing, and you know, always looking for opportunities to do that. And over the last uh, year and a half, I've actually been, uh, you know, mentoring and guiding uh, not only national level athletes but up-and-coming athletes and people are just pursuing a passion. Uh, some some of them, uh, you know, parents of athletes that are trying to navigate the sports system, and uh, some of them are also, uh, you know, founders of startup uh, companies that are in the space of sports education. Uh, and so I've been mentoring, guiding a few people, sharing my experiences, and uh, I mean it, it's been it's been a great experience. And okay. uh, definitely, if I'm able to do more of that uh, in India, I would be more than happy. Thank you very much. So you know, one of the most interesting things I've learned from this conversation today is that Shika, initially when she was younger, was really scared of the water. But it's phenomenal to see how she's managed to climb up the ladder. From being scared to actually going out and winning medals on the national and international scene. That takes a lot of guts. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening into the Good City Podcast with me, Aditya Mendonca. Listen to our podcast, watch our videos and read more on thegoodcity.in.